we have customers all over the country that use our website. Which is true. And they just know that they can call us and um, we ship the books to them. We have customers all over the place. You know, of course, most of them are local, but our website is awesome. Everything that we have in the store and basically everything that we can get from the, um, the warehouses is available on our website. There's a place in Southern Oregon filled with gorgeous natural beauty, friendly yet independent people, and a mild, comfortable climate. That place is called Grants Pass. These are the stories of the people that live and work in Josephine County. These are the movers and shakers that make this place the best. This is Grants Pass VIP. Sarah Wager graduated with a bachelor's in English from George Fox in 2010. She moved to Grants Pass in 2016 for work, during which time she was heavily involved in the writing community, working as a co-chair of the Southern Oregon Willamette Writers. In 2018, she joined the bookselling team at Oregon Books and quickly found herself placed in the role of events manager. At the end of 2020, she took the opportunity to purchase part ownership of the bookstore. In the future, she's excited to pursue various avenues. The store can help local Grants Pass authors, as well as continuing to keep the bookstore rooted in the community. Chris Nelson, a graduate of Grand Canyon University with a major in theology and emphasis on project management, joined the store in January 2019. He's an entrepreneur with a passion for sales, innovation, and helping the community. He grew up in the Bay Area and worked with several companies in San Francisco in a sales and business development role. He has a passion for books and has developed a keen sense of purchasing used books and has taken on the role of the senior book buyer. He is also working to expand the store's online sales efforts, which have increased substantially with COVID-19. He's excited to be one of the new co-owners of the bookstore and is looking forward to continuing the long tradition the store has had in the city of Grants Pass. Sarah, Chris, welcome to the Grants Pass VIP podcast. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you, it's great to be here. Yeah. Other than what we heard from your bio, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and how people would know you? Well, they'd know me. I'd been working here, like I said, about two years. I was working at Rogue Reader before they closed down, sadly. Yeah, you'll usually find me probably in the corner shifting books around or at the front counter doing orders and working on the behind the scenes kind of things. Good deal. Chris? Yeah, I'm... Uh sort of new to the area. I was actually born in Grants Pass, but moved back out here in 2019. Just uh, was looking for a great place and, you know, I I like to, you know, do a lot of outdoor stuff, but I'm pretty busy here at the store, so I'm usually here. <laughs> well, and with the both of you having uh, unique places you've come from and so forth, we'll, we'll kind of go back and forth on your histories here. What brought you back to Grants Pass first, Chris? Um, I love nature, and so there's so much great outdoor activities here, but the main reason is family. Yeah, we, we were in the Bay Area, but everyone moved up here, and I was just kind of left alone in San Francisco, so I followed everybody here. <laughs> Good deal. Sarah, what brought you to this area? Um, it was actually a job opportunity. I started the first two years here as a self-employed ranch hand, uh, muck and stalls and oh, wow. working out in the Murphy area and then when that kind of the avenues that I had were kind of slowing down I started at Tractor Supply and then for a while I was at Tractor Supply and here 
until Robert, one of our co-owners and the one that everybody knows, <laughs> the face of Organ Books, um, he kind of basically told me, what are you doing working two jobs? Just come work here. Um, so I did. Fabulous. So what led you both to taking on this new role as being co-owners in a bookstore? Well, for me, it was just a great opportunity. I've always loved books. Entrepreneurship is big to me, and it's the main thing is um, it's a challenge because we're going to have to really figure out a business and run a business and you know carry on a legacy, and all of it mixed together is just really exciting for me. What Chris said, definitely an incredible opportunity. And also for me, I was an English major in college. I dabbled in writing, so still might write someday. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. But I've been very involved in the writing community, and this was just like the next logical step for me. I'm not an editor, I'm not a publisher, but selling books and getting the word out of so many incredible books that are in the market was a great opportunity to continue to pursue a passion and I'm there's a little bit of a humor in it because everybody said oh English major you're gonna be a teacher it's like no I'm a bookseller now fabulous how long have you been in this position November right yeah, yeah. wow yeah November 2020 one good thing to come from 2020 <laughs> <laughs> and so far from what you've experienced would you recommend it to others Oh, totally. But you got to love books. And I'm in love with books. And you, you have to, because I see, I handle hundreds of books a day. So you have to really love books. Yeah. And one of the things, like Chris said, is that I've learned when you kind of take that step from being a book lover and a bookseller to being a bookstore owner is there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Like, I thought with everything that I, I knew pretty much what was going on, but there is so much that goes into getting a book in your hand. Mm. Um, everything from that first query letter that the author makes to when it, you're holding it in your hand and a customer is purchasing it. And that's something that has been really kind of cool to learn. Yeah, absolutely. So we touched on it briefly, even in your bios about what we've experienced for the past year with the COVID-19 pandemic. How has that affected your business? Well, we have really loyal customers. We're very lucky to have such loyal customers. At um, We never closed uh, our doors during the whole pandemic with COVID. Our online sales have really increased, but we've always allowed browsing. There were restrictions of how many people we could have but um, it's just this community is so great that um, they're very loyal. And so our business has, we've, we've done good. Yeah, and one of the things that I've actually really loved is there's been more and more people, like, as it continued. At first, people were like, yeah, cool, a week to binge Netflix, you know. <laughs> um, but as it's gone on and as it's gone, gone into a, it's been a year now more and more people are starting to come and I'm constantly hearing, well, I haven't been reading since I was in high school, but there was this book I read in high school. Do you think you have it? I want to reread it. Or I've never been a reader, but I am sick and tired of staring at a screen. What do you have? <laughs> um, and that is so cool, especially as book lovers. It's so cool to see people realize because 
with everything, you know, online sales and e-readers and all of that, everybody for the last years has always been this question of like, is the book selling industry going to make it? And I think if one thing COVID actually proved that, yeah, it is because everybody wants that feel of paper, mm. whether they know it or not, it's ingrained. <laughs> That's great. So with the onslaught of all these uh, online places, amazon.com, all these other places where people can get books, what's the advantage that you see for someone having a local dealer like this that, that's available to them? Speed, uh, definitely speed, especially for us. We're a small independent bookstore, but we've been around for 30 years. We might have new co-ownership going on, but Robert and Karen Moore started it 1990. So it's been around for 30 years. The industry knows us. Everybody from Penguin Random House, a huge publishing company, to right up the road, we have a book distributing warehouse that is actually the largest on the West Coast. And they know us. And so when they see Oregon Books go across their order sheet, they get it to us. They get it to us quickly. They get it to us faster than Amazon. And that's one thing that people can really appreciate. And then after that is also the people that we employ. I mean, Chris and I, we both lived here. Our rent goes to here. Our, you know, we're paying to the Southern Oregon Sanitation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all of our employees, uh, we've got one from Merlin. The furthest person that we have is our religious expert, Mary, is in Rogue River. And that's huge. Yeah, and just that personal touch. Yeah, they can go on big websites, but um, we can get those same books for them, and they know our name. They can, you know, give Chris or Sarah a call. We can even get books that are out of print for them. We can get books that are really fast to get, and um, so they don't have to trouble themselves with all that online stuff. They can just basically call us up, and, you know, we'll take care of everything for them. Yeah, and the longer they spend with us, the more we know them. Um, there's a couple of regulars that have been with us forever and they don't even have to ask for their books now. We just, we get a new Harlan Coben or a new Michael Connolly and we just put it on the bookshelf for them because <laughs> we know they're going to come in. That's great. Name of the business is Oregon Books and Games. And so obviously you've got books, you've got games. What would you say is the top selling either genre or what's the top selling thing here? Ooh. Or is there one? <laughs> that, that would depend on who you ask. Yeah. Um, and it also depends on the time of season. Yeah. Right okay. now, hiking books, we have a huge Oregon-specific hiking section and Oregon-specific history section. And with the sun and the sunshine and the spring wear, like, that's what people want. But over Christmas, a lot of people were really into those feel-good cozy mysteries where you don't really talk about murder you just have a little murder and uh, a cup of tea and you're good and people loved that you know of course during november was the election and yeah um one thing i think we are known for is our sci-fi section our sci-fi fantasy section we've been very proud of it it's in the vault now we call it the vault mm -hmm. the vault of science fiction <laughs> And that one, we actually have everything from Pierce Anthony's 1960 kind of stuff to the newest Jim Butcher. And a lot of people know that they can come to us if they want science fiction fantasy. 
and kids. We have some of the best kids selection books, activities, games around. Um, we have hardcover like uh, children's books. We have um, really great um, like Melissa and Doug products that are like activities and learning activities and educational activities for kids. And there's a big section of our store that's just for kids. So it's a great place for families. Okay, let's take a break from that conversation. I wanted to bring up a question for you. During these crazy times, do you feel like your business is indestructible? Most people don't. And if not, the real question is why? And what can you do to make it as indestructible as possible? Well, that's the basis of my new book, Nine Ways to Amazon Proof Your Business. I'm going to talk about the second way, which is called being consistent. I cover this all in chapter two. And I'm not talking about being consistent in a very generic way. I'm talking about specifically being consistent in your communications with your customers. Not just customers you're looking to have, but customers you've already had and getting them to know, like, and trust you. Now, you could be doing this through paid advertising, but you could also be doing it organically through social media, via videos, via blog posts, via podcasts like this, getting out there so that people can get to know, like, and trust you so that when they do become customers, they don't just become customers that enjoy and love your products or services. They know, like, and trust you as a person. That's a value they can't get from big companies. I also have eight other ways to Amazon proof your business. Basically the idea of making it competition proof to even someone as big as amazon.com. So if you'd like to get your hands on a free copy of my book, go to Amazon proof book com. Sign up and you will get a free copy and get the chance to purchase a physical copy of it for a special price. In addition to that, if you happen to be in the Josephine County area or nearby and you're looking to have a speaker come and discuss these type of issues with your organization, club, or group of friends, then I have a limited calendar that I may be able to fit you into. Go check out brianjpombo.com slash speaking and fill out the application. We'll be sure and get back to you on that. And now let's get back to our show. And people can come in right now and touch the books and put their hands on yes, it and, yeah. and, and know what they're dealing with before they purchase it, right? Absolutely. That's great. If we were to talk again, let's say a year from now, and we were to look back and say, hey, you've been doing this a year and three months, if we look back over the past 12 months, what would have had to have happened for either of you to feel happy with your progress, both professionally and, and personally here with the bookstore? One thing I think we both can agree on is last year with COVID, one of the things that due to regulations and everything we kind of had to step back from is we have nonprofit sales. And for the last two years, COVID not counting, <laughs> We, every summer, had huge parking lot sales with the profits going to things like Joe's Club, the Historical Society, the Crisis Pregnancy Center, um, Boys and Girls Club, like all of those. And last year, we had to step back. There was no way that we could follow regulations, stay open, and still have thousands of books for people to touch and feel and, <laughs> and sell. And so this year, we're really looking forward to getting started on that again. And I don't know if 
we'll be able to get back to where we were in 2019. But I'm really, really looking forward to just getting back into being able to help the community because, like I said, we've been around for 30 years and everything from schools to the Literacy Council, which helps with adult illiteracy in Josephine County, um, they know that they can come to us if they need help. And I'm really looking forward to getting ourselves back out there again and letting the community know we're not going anywhere. And just because we've changed slightly in our ownership status, we're not going to change from that community bookstore that they've been able to count on. But there's also things we're looking forward to as well, just now that we have, you know, a little bit of control in it. Um, some of the products we might be getting in, some of the games. I know I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of doing some RPG game stuff. Like, I love that kind of thing, and it'd be really nice if we carried it. Not really looking to change, per se, but definitely looking to just continue to be a strong pillar in the community and yet still relevant, I guess would be the right way to say that. Yeah, the um, original owners, Robert and Karen Moore, you know, they had a dream of a community bookstore. Really for us as new owners, we just really want to continue that tradition and really, yeah, be a pillar in the community. I agree with Sarah that one of the best things to do is to give back to the community, especially with everything that's gone on with COVID. People need a place where they can come and gather. Um, of course, you can't do it as much as we'd like with COVID going on, but the nonprofit cells are just the type of thing that can really help the community because we really do give a lot of financial aid to the local community through these great cells that we do. And we rely on the local community to bring books to us with donations and um, we take those donations and we use it to generate revenue for our local awesome nonprofits. Are there any obstacles standing in your way from getting what you want in the next year besides the typical regulations having to do with COVID and so forth? Um, I would say one big obstacle is definitely the online marketplace. Um, hate to say it, but Amazon, I mean, people have heard that a lot, but it really is huge when we've got the overhead, we've got all of that, and and they are a, a huge blocker, probably more than a dozen times a week. We have people come in, look at our books, touch it, talk to us, and then say, eh, I'll pick it up on Amazon and leave. <laughs> and it's like, that's not just an $8 book to us. That's $8 plus hours plus overage plus they're walking away with $25. Yeah, and that really brings it to our website. We have customers all over the country that use our website. Which is true. And they just know that they can call us and um, we ship the books to them. We have customers all over the place. You know, of course, most of them are local, but our website is awesome. Everything that we have in the store and basically everything that we can get from the, um, the warehouses is available on our website. Perfect. Yeah. What do you like best about your life right now, whether it has to do with what you're doing here or just in general living in Grants Pass, what do you like best? Honestly, for me right now, it's the freedom. Uh, right now, because I own the bookstore, I don't have to clock out. And so sometimes, you know, if you're driving past and you see that there's still a light on in one person, 
it's probably me just walking around the store going, I didn't realize that book came out. What's it about? Um, I love that. I absolutely love the freedom where I'm living right now. I've got great roommates, really close downtown. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, no strings attached right now. I'm still getting used to the area. I just love how there's so much to do outside. I'm really disliking the opportunity because with like something like this, we touched on a little bit, there's just so much to learn. And you know, that gets me up in the morning just to know that there's so much to learn. It's such a big challenge and it's so fun. And it just, uh, it's really the best thing about my life is this job right now. This is an amazing opportunity. That's so great to hear. And I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to be doing in the future here. What could a listener do who, that let's say they've never been into Oregon Books and Games, what's the best way that they can find out more about what it is that you do? Definitely the website. Um, on the website, we've got everything that we have in store. If they're looking to trade books in, because we do have a trade policy. If they're looking for a little cash, we do sometimes offer cash for books. Um, or they're just looking for a new home. They've got a whole bunch and they just want to make sure somebody else enjoys them as much as they did. There's a tab on the website to sell your books. Um, there's also tabs for the puzzles, for the hours. So pretty much your first stop, if you don't want to just drive on down and come say hi, would be OregonBooks.com. OregonBooks.com, okay. And uh, please come in because we have no um, browsing restrictions other than, you know, the six feet. You have to keep the six feet distance and a mask. <laughs> you have to wear a mask, of course. So you can come in, but the website is awesome. And just give us a call, too, if you have any questions. That's just wonderful. Thanks so much, Sarah and Chris, for being on Grants Pass VIP. Oh, thank you so much for coming by and giving us this opportunity. Yeah, thank you for having us. Fun meeting with Sarah and Chris there at Oregon Books. It's one of those type of places. It's been around for a while and it definitely is a bit of an institution in town. And you can kind of see why from their description of it. The things that they provide are things you just can't get online, which is a really great lesson to other business owners out there that are trying to fight online giants like Amazon.com and so forth. You need to provide that little extra something that they can't get anywhere else. And not only do you have to provide it, you got to get the word out about that and let people know what you're providing, what makes you different. That's really cool to hear what they're doing. I love their enthusiasm being new business owners coming at it from a new perspective, but still holding on to the things that made it great up until this point. So really good luck to them. Can't wait to see what they bring in the future. Uh, be sure and go and check them out over at Oregon Books. Join us again on the next Grants Pass VIP, brought to you by the team at brianjpombo.com. Helping movers and shakers in Southern Oregon and beyond stand out. That's B-R-I-A-N-J-P-O-M-B-O.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest or a sponsor on Grants Pass VIP, Go to grantspassvip.com forward slash contact. Guests who appear on the show do not necessarily endorse the opinions of the host or sponsors. The theme music is Fun Shot by Kevin McLeod. Our host is a Grants Pass resident and business strategist, Brian Pombo. 
I'm executive producer Shawnee Douglas, and until next time, live rogue and have fun.